8.30 here on your community, 7.30 here on your community radio station. Getting ahead of myself. Hope you're having a good morning out there. It is a holiday for a lot of folks. Hope you're enjoying yourselves today. At 7.30 here on Monday Morning Maine, our feature is a word in edgewise with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Without the fog this morning during sunrise, we might have seen Saturn in the southeast sky just to the lower left of a thin crescent moon. Yesterday, an hour before dawn, that crescent moon in the southeast sky was to the right of Venus, the whirling binary star Spica just below. The brightest light in the constellation of Virgo the Maiden, Spica is the 15th brightest star visible from anywhere on Earth. A beautiful blue-white star somewhere in the luminosity class between subgiant and giant star, Spica's mass is 10 times that of the Sun and has a radius 7 times that of the Sun. Spica is Latin for ear, and as the constellation Virgo was often associated with Ceres, the Greek goddess of the harvest, the general connotation of Spica is that of an ear of wheat. None of these aspects of Spica, shining 245 light years from Earth yesterday morning, were immediately coming to mind at the time, but an event from the day before would soon bring the connection into play. Saturday afternoon I had accompanied my girlfriend on a shoe shopping expedition to one of the local department stores. My purpose was to point out possibilities as we each perused potential pairs of boots among an extensive selection. We began by splitting up, since the number of offerings was vast. After about 10 to 15 minutes, my girlfriend was becoming disheartened, and I commented that this department seemed the shoe equivalent of Bruce Springsteen's line about modern television, 57 channels and there's nothing on. In an attempt to rejuvenate my girlfriend's search, I felt it was time for an executive decision, so I asked one of the clerks, a middle-aged woman who looked like she was what she was doing, whether the store carried any high-quality leather boots. She instantly reduced the field to two displays. All the others, she said, are man-made, not leather. Are any of them not made in China, I queried. I don't think so, she replied. Soon, however, from among the two displays that the clerk had directed us to, we found a couple of pairs of boots my girlfriend liked, and not long after she made a satisfying selection. All along the way, I noticed the almost methodical manner in which the, the many women shoppers went about making their selections. Inescapable to notice as well was the way the two women clerks systematically and courteously waited on each and every customer who would present a sample shoe and patiently wait for such and such a size to be brought to try on. From my experience watching men attempt to shop while milling about in large groups, my witnessing the sanity and composure of the women was a refreshing contrast. Barack Obama, in many ways, has women to thank for his victory last Tuesday. Or as columnist Maureen Dowd in her article, Romney as President, said in yesterday's New York Times Sunday Review, more women voted than men. Five women were newly elected to the Senate, and the number of women in the House will increase by at least three. New Hampshire will be the first state to send an all-female delegation to Congress. Live pink or die, spelled D-Y-E. And I reflect on Spica, the ear of Virgo, 
listening to what we men are up to. For more on Oman, Maine, remember our military veterans, and have a great day.